You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hi everyone, this is Connie and welcome back to another episode of Awaken Radio. It is awesome to be here with you and I'm really enjoying being back on the show in 2018, bringing you conversations and messages and beautiful interviews and I really appreciate all of your beautiful feedback and support and I'm so glad you're enjoying what I'm bringing you this year so far. So how are you all feeling as we're moving through this first month of 2018? How are you feeling about this year now that we're coming up to the end of January? I personally have been finding the energy of this year quite big. And while the first couple of weeks were relatively slow moving for me, it was as soon as that Capricorn new moon hit, I felt the energy totally shift. I felt this big whoosh forward of energy. I felt this feeling of, okay, let's get to action. Let's get on with things. Capricorn is a ambitious sign, a hardworking sign, very determined and goal oriented. So a lot of us might've really felt that energy. And so I began really moving forward and making commitments and putting things into my calendar. And at the same time, I had this big whoosh of energy come back to me. So as I was putting out Awaken Radio episodes, I had a lot of feedback coming back in the form of messages and, and, and my audience contacting me. I had a lot of new clients coming on board as well. So my coaching calendar started to suddenly get really, really full. I had some beautiful social invitations and birthdays come up and I just found myself scheduling a lot in. Uh, I'm also going to Byron Bay in February. I'm scheduling in a program launch and there's just a lot going on. So as I moved forward after that Capricorn moon, I, I found myself encountering real frequent moments of complete and utter overwhelm, uh, that crippling panicked overwhelm. I was watching my to-do list just seem to get bigger and bigger and bigger, but the space in my calendar to do it all gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And I was starting to really wonder how on earth I was going to get everything done that I had committed to. And so as most of us tend to do, I found myself wanting to go into push mode, wanting to speed up and move faster and work harder to get everything done. And I could see and feel that I was really out of alignment. I could feel that my energy was in a place of stress and lack and fear. I was out of alignment with my true power, with my true self and with love. And that fear-driven space that often takes over our mind makes us really anxious and really worried and makes us run a lot of patterns of control. My mind was going crazy, trying to make literally 10 decisions at once, trying to think 10 thoughts at once, trying to get me to do 10 things at once. And it was, it was pretty overwhelming. So when this started to happen, I really had to catch it out because I'm very clear in myself that this is not an energy that I want to live from and this is not the woman that I want to be. And so it's really important to me that when I notice it, I get to work to shift it. So one particular morning there I was just really stressed out, barely breathing, feeling quite panicked, feeling very overwhelmed and with a totally racing mind. And as much as I wanted to jump into action and work, I made a conscious choice in that moment that really changed everything. It was the choice to slow down rather than speed up. So I rolled out my yoga mat, I lit my candles and burnt some white sage 
And I started stretching into my body, just starting to get out of my head and into my body and letting everything slow down a little. And while my mind was a bit at war with me fighting and telling me I was wasting time and being unproductive, I knew this was what I needed to get my energy in the right place. So I continued stretching and breathing, listening to music, meditating and journaling. And after a little while, I felt myself feel really grounded, really reconnected with myself, really back in tune with my heart and inner wisdom. My mind felt clear. My thoughts were constructive and productive and I stepped out of that session really clear on what I needed to work on and all it took in that moment was 20 minutes and the intention just to slow down and get my energy back in a better space get my mindset back in a better space before I move forward and this really inspired me to want to come on the podcast and talk to you about this So what I'm going to share today is four guidelines, four principles, four things that you can practice that really help me shift out of pushing and hustling and panic and into much more ease and flow and peace when it comes to showing up in the world and doing my work or just showing up in general. But before I dive into those, I have two exciting things that I want to share with you that might actually be really helpful alongside the tips that I'm going to share with you today. The first thing I want to share is that I just hosted a free workshop called Slow Down and Awaken Your Inner Wisdom. And in that workshop, I share with you why slowing down is so powerful and so important. And I give you 10 starting principles and tools that you can use to begin to integrate some of this slower energy into your life, to calm yourself down, to get more grounded and create more space within yourself, which then allows you to hear your loving inner wisdom and your intuition. Now, if you want to access the replay of that workshop, I'll post a link in the show notes on iTunes and on my blog so you can click over and have a listen. The second thing I want to share is that enrollments for my online program, Slow Down and Tune In, are now open. They opened up on the 1st of February and they close on the 11th of February. Now, this course is three months of deeper diving into this beautiful conversation around slowing down. You receive weekly resources in the form of audio classes, workbooks and group coaching calls, meditations, as well as our supportive Facebook community. And you're really guided through a range of processes around slowing down, becoming more mindful, creating a morning routine, journaling, self-care rituals, spiritual practices, dropping deeper into your body and how to work through your emotions, coming deeper into connection with your heart and your intuition. And as a result, being able to live your life from more of a place of ease and flow, surrender and trust. So if that interests you and you want to dive deeper on this journey with me over the next three months, you can go to ConnieChapman.com slash tune in. That's all one word, tune in, and you can find out more about this beautiful journey. Enrollments are now open, so you can go over and sign up and become a part of this beautiful experience with me and our tribe. Okay, so now let's move on to these four principles that I really want to share with you today. The first one is to shift your focus off what you're doing and all the action that you're taking and start to bring your focus onto who you are being. And I'm going to share with you why this is so important, because most of us are moving through our life with a really strong external focus in that we're really aware of what's happening outside of us. Our attention is all about what are we doing Where are we going? What are we achieving? But what we are missing and what we are not aware of 
is our inner world, our inner self, how we're feeling and who we're being as we're doing everything that we're doing. We've got to remember we are human beings, not human doings. And we have got so caught up in the doing that we are forgetting about the being. Because with every action you take, with everything you are doing in your life, you are bringing a certain version of yourself along with you. You are bringing a state of being into it. You are bringing an emotion into it, a certain mindset into it, a certain energy into it. So you may be doing what you're doing at work, in your relationship, in your business, with your family. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You can be doing that either from a space of fear, needing to control, being stressed out, having self-talk that is negative, doubtful, worrisome, or full of unworthiness. Or you can be doing the very same things, but have an inner state of being that is filled with love, positivity, gratitude, appreciation, positive self-talk, empowering decisions, a calm, present energy. But isn't it funny how many of us do not stop to think about who we are being in each moment, who we're showing up as? Are we being someone that we're proud of? Are we feeling good? Are we aligned with our highest self? Are we in our power, feeling light and inspired and fueled by loving self-talk? Are we relaxed and at ease? And this is what I've noticed when I get really caught up in the doing. I completely disconnect from paying any attention to who I'm being and how I'm feeling. I almost become like a robot. And it's not until I check in that I realize I am bringing a frenetic, wound up, highly anxious, stressed out energy state and mindset to what I'm doing. And we can't underestimate the power of the energy we are infusing into everything. It's not just about what you do. It's about the energy you're bringing into it. The other reason this is important is that many of us are waiting to feel how we want to feel or waiting to relax or waiting to show up as the best version of ourselves or waiting to enjoy our life until we get everything done that we think we need to do. Until we tick all the items off the to-do list or reach our destination or get to Friday afternoon or get to take our holiday. But we need to get back in charge of how we're feeling now and realize That we can shift our state of being, embody qualities that make us feel really happy and proud with who we are, come into states of feeling that feel good, that mean that we can feel how we want to feel even before anything outside of us changes. So it's important we don't skip over this. And when we get really caught up in the action, we just ignore and disconnect from our energy state and our feeling state. So like I said, your energy infuses through your action. Your state of being affects your decisions and how you show up in the world. Your energy is creating your world. It is determining the opportunities that you align with. It is determining whether the person at the customer service desk is friendly or unhelpful. It is determining who you cross paths with the type of people you get on the other side of your email or your phone. It's determining everything. So this point is about being more aware of who you're being and how you feel as you move through your day and not disconnecting from that as you get caught in the doing. So here's a few small tips that will really help you to work on this. First of all, pay attention to how you feel. I like to do regular check-ins with myself through the day where I just ground my feet on the floor, take a deep breath into my body and just ask myself, How am I feeling? 
And what I realize is that I actually have no idea how I'm feeling because I'm all up in my head. Or when I do actually become aware of my body and how I'm feeling, I realize I'm barely breathing. I'm completely tense or maybe I'm hungry or maybe I'm tired, but I'm ignoring my body and my emotions and my energy in that moment. So you can take frequent breaks through the day to just pause, maybe close your eyes if you can and just scan through your body. Just notice where is their tension? How are you actually feeling emotionally? Do you need a break? What else do you need in this moment? For you to come back to your work feeling calm, clear, focused, grounded, and with a good mindset and energy being flown into everything that you're doing. You can also integrate this into your morning journaling practice. And I often give this to my clients just as a prompt. Wake up each day and ask yourself in the morning, how am I feeling today? And it's just that beautiful practice of checking in with ourselves. This is such deep self-care. Checking in with yourself and noticing how you're feeling and then asking yourself, how do I want to feel today? Setting some intentions around that and thinking about what you can practice through your day to help yourself feel that way. So it's about staying in charge of your emotional state while you're doing all the things in your day. And just make the most of mini pauses as well through your day. When I had a day job, I would often just go sit in the toilet cubicle for a few minutes and just recenter my energy. I would take breaks to walk around the block. I would take a break away from my computer with a cup of tea. And again, your mind is going to say, I don't have time to take a break. But if you are showing up overwhelmed with negative fear-based self-talk, a tight energy system and acting in a, in a reactive or frenetic way, nothing that you're putting out into the world is really going to be your best work anyway. So let's drop all the focus just off the doing and remember to be aware of your state of being as well and see if you can adjust your state of being through the day, breathe into some of those key words or qualities you want to embody and infuse them into everything that you're doing. My second point is about reducing the push. Stepping away from push and aligning more with the energy of flow. So pushing comes from a space of fear. It comes out of a lack of trust. It comes from a lack of belief in ourselves, like our ability to do something, complete something, achieve something. A lack of trust in the universe that we are being supported. A lack of belief in our desires that they are actually possible. So understand fundamentally, pushing is a state of control. It allows us to take over control back from those things that we feel out of control about and try to get them all sorted on our time frames and to look the way that we want them to look. We're so afraid to work with the flow of life and the, the flow of the universe that we want to take over. And we really don't trust that a lot of things will happen or come together unless we force them to. So flow is not a passive state. This is not about sitting around doing nothing, but it is about feeling for the energy and finding an energy of ease and lightness. When I start moving towards something, if I hit a roadblock, I will step back and assess at that point rather than just pushing forward. I'll see if there's a way around it. I'll see if I can work through it. I'll see it maybe as an opportunity to pause, to pivot, to look at something differently. But if I then continue to try to move forward and I keep getting no's, I keep getting shut down, that's a point where I step back and I trust that maybe some things in the bigger picture are unfolding and I just need to wait. 
Or maybe I need to create some space because a different idea or plan or insight is going to drop in. But when we don't practice trust, we can't do that. We instead just keep pushing and pushing and pushing at our plan, our agenda, our one way. And we try to force through those roadblocks rather than stepping back to see why they're there, what we can learn about them and how we can adjust our approach. So when I work with the natural flow of energy, I very often will think about all the different things that I need to get done, need to create, need to work on, need to achieve. And I will tune into the energy of all of them and really notice where I feel a pull. Where is the energy saying, yes, start with this one today. Now, this isn't about being emotional because if you work with your emotions, you may not always want to do things. It is about feeling for the energy more so. Just noticing where are you feeling a pull? Where is something saying, yes, this is your starting point. This is the thing to put energy into today. It takes a bit of practice, but that really is about working with the flow of the energy rather than forcing. We can also experience greater flow when we drop into a deeper state of acceptance in life and allowing rather than resistance. So often without realizing we are fighting with life. We are fighting with what it is bringing us and we're fighting with what is presenting. We do this through complaining, through judging things as being wrong, through turning them into dramas, adding emotion into it and making it a whole lot harder than it actually needs to be. Instead, we will find a lot more ease if we learn to flow with what life presents. We just accept and allow whatever flows in to be as it is without labeling it as positive or negative or right or wrong or good or bad. Being in the flow is about being open and receptive. And it's also about being really present. So when life presents something, an email drops in, your child acts in a certain way, your client shows up in a certain way, your boss does something, just be with that experience rather than being in your head about it. Become fully present Awaken all of your senses to experience it and then flow with it. Then respond. You can feel more calm, more non-reactive, more emotionally in charge of what's going on inside of you. And life just becomes way more flowing. Again, so be mindful of when you are trying to push and force at things that you think are right versus when you step back a little, feel a little bit more relaxed and trusting, be open to what life is presenting and then become resilient and adaptable to dance and flow and work with it. Respond proactively and in an empowered way and still move forward, but move forward from much more of a place of ease. So let's talk about a couple of tips that might help you with this one. As I said, see if you can go into your day receiving life. So, so often we're going in trying to push forward through life and we're not even paying attention to really what's flowing at us. We're just kind of on a one way street. See if you can be more open to what life is presenting you and see if you can receive what life is presenting without all the judgments. Notice when you start to make something wrong or you complain or criticize it, which causes you to energetically shut down to it. Instead, see if you can just practice acceptance. Just let it be. Just let it be as it is. Then find your center, take a breath and ask yourself, okay, how do I want to respond to this? Who do I want to be? How do I want to show up? 
How do I want to respond to that? And even when you pause and ask yourself that question, you're then back in your power, consciously choosing your response rather than emotionally reacting. Staying in the flow is also about being present. So do your best to work on one thing at a time. We really need to simplify all the stimulation coming at us. You know, I have my phone on airplane mode a lot when I'm working. I turn off all my notifications. I keep my phone away from me so that I don't have things popping up and trying to get my attention. I really endeavor to work on one thing at a time. And that means often keeping my browsers closed. I have no email notifications popping up. If I'm, say, working on Awaken Radio, I just have that one document in front of me and that's all I'm looking at. It allows me to stay really empowered and present and creative rather than, again, reacting if different things are popping in and coming at me at different times. I can then choose when I'm consciously ready to respond to those things. So be aware of when your nervous system is overstimulated just by so much coming at you and see if you can remove some of those stimulations and distractions. Work on one thing at a time, choose your one task and go fully immersive into it. Be really present and really move with the flow of the energy. And what I normally do is I work with the flow until I feel like I've taken it as far as I can go. So with Awaken Radio, I knew I had this podcast that I wanted to create, but it took me a few days to be ready before I could record the episode. I was fleshing out what I wanted to talk about. I was mapping out the points. I was scripting out some of my messages to share with you and I would work on it for as long as I could. And then I would put it on pause and then I'd come back when the energy said, come back to it. And I've eventually created it from a really flowing, beautiful space. And it feels really good to be sharing this, but I wasn't pushing and forcing to get it all done in one go. So that works for me. And again, just energetically feel for the flow. I know we don't always have the ability to do this if you're working in a day job and you have things coming at you. But if you can be in creative control of what you're doing each day in your work or in your life, see if you can just write out everything that is your key priorities for the day and just look at them all and breathe into them and just notice where your body says, yes, this one. Let's start here and work with the flow of energy. Ride that flow until you feel like you've done everything you can do on that task and then move on to the next one. That's personally how I work and it really enables me to be in a flow state rather than a force state. Okay, point number three is about slowing down. And you'll hear me talking about this a lot over the coming weeks because it's just a big conversation that I'm sharing and working on personally at the moment. Slowing down is about slowing down your inner world primarily. Yes, it may flow out into your external world, but I see it more as slowing down internally, slowing down your energy, slowing down your thoughts, slowing down your state of being, slowing down your breathing, slowing down your movements, slowing down your talk, all of it, you will feel instantly, even as I started to do that, everything just settled a little bit, didn't it? So when you slow down your inner world, everything that comes your way in the external world becomes so much easier to handle. Again, it takes us out of reactivity, It takes us out of forcing and panic and knee-jerk reactions and gives us a moment to breathe, to consciously select our thoughts and our responses. It also gives us the space to process our emotions. So when we 
and moving at a slower pace, we can see and witness when an emotion gets triggered. And we can say, oh, look at that. Look what's arising in me. From that space, we can take a moment to pause, breathe into our body, identify the emotion and say, wow, that really triggered anger in me. That triggered sadness in me. That triggered anxiety. Okay, let me take five deep breaths into that emotion before I do anything about it, before I choose any form of response. I just need to be with that emotion for a minute. When we're not moving slowly, when we are all up in our head, we do not have the ability to do that because we don't even know what emotions are going on inside of us half the time. So slowing down for me is about dropping out of my mind and just coming deeper into my body as well. So feeling a bit more grounded, feeling a bit more embodied, feeling a bit more in the here and now, not lost off in a story about the past or the future. Slowing down is about reducing the stimulation on our senses. As as I mentioned before, our senses are so overloaded, I think way too much than they really should be. Our nervous systems are pretty fried. So we need to look at simplifying, single tasking, reducing these external distractions, doing things that soothe our nervous system, minimizing the amount of thinking and analyzing and drama and storytelling that's going on inside of our heads and really just coming into more of that karma present space. And it's about having the tools and the practices that you know help you do that because it's different for everyone. So for me, it really is about soothing my nervous system, making space, doing things that nourish me and replenish my inner reserves and recharging and resting rather than outputting. Again, when we're always in doing mode, we're just outputting energy and think about it like a gas tank, like a petrol tank. And if you're just constantly outputting, 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 like if you're just driving that car and you're never filling up the tank, It's going to reach a point where that car conks out and it can't go any further. And that's what happens to us. We can't be outputting all the time. We have to have ways that we replenish our inner reserves and practices that slow you down really help with that. This allows us to take care of ourselves, to ensure that we can show up as the best version of ourselves, to be someone that we're proud of and infuse positive energy, positive, loving energy into all that we do, because none of us want to be that person that snaps and is irritable and and criticizes others and pushes through others on the street and gets road rage. Like None of us feel good when we are that person. So the more aware we can become of our inner world, how we're feeling, who we're being and what we need to recalibrate, the happier we will in turn be with ourselves. So for me, slowing down has three different components. First of all, it's about being aware of my indicators. What are the signs that show me I need to slow down? I need to take a break. And you might want to think about what they are for you. So often for me, it's like when I feel tension in my shoulders or in my neck, when I catch myself not really breathing, when I feel angry or irritable, when I am having a random outburst of tears, sometimes I just cry for no reason, or if I walk past someone on the street and they knock me and I immediately go, oh my God, that's a sign that I'm uptight and I'm reactive. So you need to know what the indicators are for you that you're just, you're needing some space and some slowing. The second thing is knowing how to slow down. What are the things that nourish your nervous system? I like to look at all the senses. And if you can work with all your senses and you can find things that help with each of those, you will really soothe yourself. So for example, 
with sight, I find dimmer lighting or candlelight much more soothing than bright lights. So if I need to calm down, I will change the lighting of my environment. In terms of smells, I find things like essential oils, incense, sage, palo santo, really calming. So I will make sure I bring them out and begin burning some of those to help slow me down. In terms of sounds, I find either silence or music or guided meditations really helpful. So I'll get something playing in my ears that again will help me slow down. In terms of feeling, I find getting in my comfy clothes calms me, maybe having a hot shower, getting some warm water on your skin, doing a soothing body massage can also be really calming or just giving yourself a hug. Touch can be really anchoring as well as even getting your feet super grounded on the earth that will really help with the touch side of things as well. And in terms of taste, herbal tea, you know, a really calming herbal tea is enough to help slow me down and anchor me back into my body as well. On top of that, other tools like journaling, meditation, yoga, nature walks, I suggest writing out a big list of things that really help you to slow down and knowing what you can draw on when you need it. And the third component is just knowing if there's anything you need to change. I always look at what do I need to do differently to create more space for myself? What do I need to let go of? Is there something I need to say no to? Do I need to push back a deadline? Do I need to have a difficult conversation? So sometimes slowing down is not just about what you bring on but also what you need to let go of to allow yourself to slow down. On top of that, as I mentioned earlier, you can go and sign up for my free online workshop, Slow Down and Awaken Your Inner Wisdom, as that is full of a whole heap of other practices and tools and guidance to help you slow down as well. So scroll down to the the show notes on iTunes or on my blog to get the link to that. And number four out of my principles of things to keep in mind is less thinking, more feeling. (laughs) This is a big principle that really guides my life because it is our mind that is the source of all of our stress. Seriously, all of the stories our mind creates, all of the meanings it makes out of everything, the worst case scenario thinking, the fears, the resistance, the future tripping, the replaying of the past, the self-doubt, it adds so much stress and noise on top of our lives. Life truly is inherently simple. Everything that happens is neutral and it actually doesn't hold any real meaning until we come and put a meaning or a story or an interpretation onto it. Our mind is constantly placing layers upon layers upon layers of stories, perceptions, beliefs on top of the world and that is shaping how we are experiencing it. So while we can't always change our specific external circumstances, we can most definitely change our inner process around them. We can reduce the level of noise and dialogue and drama that's going on on top of all of it. And we've got to remember that yes, the mind is a great tool, but we don't want to give that thing too much power because it really can take us down to crazy town. Our mind can leave us living ruled by thinking that isn't very supportive. Thinking can be very limiting, overly logical, practical. It can be embedded with rules and limiting belief systems and negative self-talk. And that can really hold us back in life and really cause a lot of stress. But when we create space in our lives, when we slow down, when we become more aware of our inner world, not just the inner world of our thinking, but the inner world of our feeling, 
We can hear more of our heart's desires, our body's wisdom, its wants and needs, our intuitive whispers, the voice of our authentic self, the guidance of our higher self. And we can really listen to the inner feelings of our truth, of what feels right and wrong to us, of what we want out of life and what we want to create for ourselves. That feeling-based energy that does flow into our thinking but is really fueled by loving feelings and energy. It is limitless. It is expansive. It is abundant. It is full of infinite possibilities. That is the guidance that tells you you are amazing. You are worthy. You are beautiful. You are capable of anything. So it is much more supportive for us to have the tools to slow down and hear that guidance rather than continually giving the mind so much power and us getting really lost in some of its stories that just aren't helping us at all. So living from feeling is not airy-fairy and fluffy. Like this is a real genuine visceral feeling that you can feel in your body. I'm not just talking about emotion and following emotional highs and lows. I'm talking about that gut instinct kind of feeling, right? That guidance where you feel it in your body it's like your truth it's a knowing and that's the type of feeling you want to be living from where every decision you have to make everything you need to know can be given to you and experienced and found through really deeply tuning into the sensations in your body and your own energy system we can allow our feelings to be our guide our inner guidance to be our guide and we don't have to rely on our thinking so much when we want to make a decision or choose something we feel into it we pause we might put our hand in our body and take a breath and listen How does my body respond to this? Is my body saying yes or no? Do I feel a pull forward or a contraction? But we have to slow down to access this space. So first of all, as you're scheduling things into your life, as you're making decisions, as you're meeting people and deciding if you want to spend more time with them, if you're knowing whether you should go to the gym or go to yoga, all these decisions we constantly have to make. I encourage you to pause. Put your hand either on your heart, on your belly, on your solar plexus. Take three deep breaths into your body and ask yourself, how do I feel about this? How do I feel? And really listen to the body, listen to the energy system and how it responds. And and you'll start to learn what a yes or a no feels like in your own body. You can use journaling for this as well. And you might start changing the way you begin your journaling from I think to I feel. That simple shift of I feel, letting that guide your language, your writing, will mean you're tuning more into your feelings rather than your mind. So pay attention if you typically say I think or if you typically say I feel about XYZ because that's an indicator of what energy is guiding your thoughts in that moment. And just continue to practice these slowing down principles um, that will allow you to actually hear your intuition. You can't hear your intuition if you don't have space. If your mind is like full overdrive, you can't hear your inner whisper. So those practices of slowing down and also being more present allows us to hear our body's wisdom and our feelings rather than just our mind. 
So guys, I hope that has been supportive for you. I hope you've gained some principles and tools and practices from those four areas that I shared with you. They are things that when I keep them in mind and when I practice them, they really help me break out of that hypnotic trance of doing and pushing and hustling. And they allow me to take a lot more breaks, to tune in and feel, to slow down, to recenter my energy, to be a woman that I'm proud of, to show up in a conscious, present, loving way. So I'm really curious to know if you've had some similar feelings to me as you've come into 2018, if you're sort of working with this balance of both being really excited about the year and wanting to get a lot done, because I have a lot I want to do, but I don't want to do any of it from push or hustle or stress. I'm really hyper aware at the moment of the indicators going on in my body that are telling me I'm working too much, that are telling me I'm pushing, that are telling me I'm not trusting, that are telling me I need a break. And I'm really doing my best to listen to it, knowing that I will be so much more effective when I recalibrate my energy before I take action. So if you'd like to share with me where you're currently at and how you're feeling about this year and what you're working on and whether this episode resonated with you, I'd love to hear from you you can get in touch with me at hello at conniechapman.com or you can leave a comment over on my blog and as i mentioned earlier if you want to dive deeper into this journey with me over the next three months i'm excited that slow down and tune in is beginning on the 12th of february enrollments are open from the 1st until the 11th and i recommend getting in early because you will be able to start working on your pre-program resources and there's a lot there to really begin the journey This will really support you to strike the balance this year between taking action, but feeling calm and grounded at the same time, having tools to nurture and support yourself, having ways to ground yourself as you're expanding, having ways to be really in tune with your body wisdom and your heart and your feelings and your intuition to ensure that your mind doesn't take you down to crazy town. So if you want to join me, head to ConnieChapman.com slash tune in or one word tune in and register your spot. And I'm really excited to be able to share the journey with you over the next three months. So if you loved this episode and you love Awaken Radio, please subscribe on iTunes because you'll get immediate updates whenever an episode comes out. Leave the show a rating or a comment and forward this episode onto a friend if you think that they really need to hear this message. Thank you again for being tuned in to this week's episode of Awaken Radio and I look forward to talking to you next time.